I'd say it's more just about realising there's a number of different needs across agriculture. G'day and welcome back to the Farms Wise podcast, whether you farm it, service it or just love it. Thanks for coming on and listening to another episode that can get your paddocks, your office operating a little bit better. So make sure you share this episode with your family and friends so that we can pass on the Farms Wise, keep this knowledge flowing through this generation and the next generation. But until then, let's get into this episode. Dive in. All right, well, let's get into it. Melody, thank you so much for coming on to the Farms Vice podcast. Great to have a new face on here and also a tractor behind you is looking pretty good as well. Thanks for having me, Jack. Oh, yeah, this is a T7HD in the background behind me. I thought it was a little more exciting than my land office. Of course. And to get a glimpse into your role and more specifically how you actually ended up there, can you tell us a bit about your background and your connection to like Australian agriculture? Yeah, absolutely. So I actually grew up on a grain farm on the beautiful Darling Downs. Uh, so grew up in the agricultural industry. Um, my heart and passion was always for journalism, actually. I, uh, from a very early age, knew that I wanted to be a journalist. And uh, yeah, I was very fortunate studied it at university at UQ St. Lucia and uh, ended up getting a job in agricultural and regional media. So I've worked there for uh, the best part of the past decade. And it'd be a pretty good start to get to know your contacts, your networks um, right across Australia as well. It's a small industry, but also large at the same time. Uh, It certainly is. It's quite funny. Yeah, we talk about just I guess the spheres that you come across. Uh, last year, um, I went to Aimer International, one of the big machinery expos. And uh, funnily enough, I met someone at the Bologna Airport in Italy. And um, we now work at the same company at CNH Industrial. So crazy small world. We were both working with different employers then. So. Absolutely, it is. And to meet him over there, um, even more so. But tell us a little bit about your role with New Holland, where you've not wound up, but where you've ended up through your experiences. What's your role? Yes, so uh, I joined New Holland in late April and I'm the PLM product manager for Australia New Zealand. So PLM stands for Precision Land Management and effectively that's working on alongside our dealers and farmers at Next Generation Technology Solutions for their businesses. So that would, is that focusing on types of farms, uh, larger broadacre farms, or what sort of farms are you focusing on? Where do these tractors get out your products for precision ag? Yeah, I mean, it's quite broad. So when we're talking about our PLM intelligence tractors, which is our T7 HD, T8 and T9, certainly your T8 and T9 are very much for broadacre cropping. Uh, whereas the T7HD, which is actually my favourite tractor, um, I'm a bit biased, so I really like the T7HD, uh, she's she's really versatile. So she's not crazy big, but she's not too small either. So. It can nip through those smaller gate entries and a lot of the people listening probably don't even have gates to open or close behind them um, as it goes through. But talk to me about how far the technology has sort of come um, and what it's actually doing for Australian farmers out in the paddock so far? 
uh, I'm young enough or old enough, depending on how you look at it. Uh, so I remember the first tractor I learned to drive um, didn't have um, GPS steering on it. So even just within my lifetime, there's been that evolution to GPS steering, which has made it possible for our farmers to increase their productivity in so many ways. And that continues to evolve. You know, our accuracy sources, uh, we can pull in more accurate sources and we can increase. We're down to, you know, that two and a half centimetre level of accuracy when we're coming to holding those AB lines. Um, and that's, I think, what a lot of people think of when we go on precision farming. But it's so much more than that, really, Jack. So um, a big part of what I'm working on is... Uh, my PLM Connect, and that's effectively our portal where the data that's being captured by our machines can be housed so that our farmers can better understand and analysing what's happening in the paddock. And what's the uptake or sort of onboarding for farmers been? How's that experience of getting the technology, like the tractor and the technology within it, how's that onboarding experience been um, or from your experience and your colleagues' experiences? Getting it out there first initially could always be a challenge, but has it sort of mellowed out and everyone's loving the technology and getting that uh, precision ag working for them? Um, that's a really interesting question. I think sometimes when we look at data, it can still be a little bit a little bit fearful and a little bit concerning for the, uh, our farmers. But it doesn't have to be. You know, it's very much about going on that journey, whether it's with myself, your dealer, your agronomist, you know, there's plenty of people in agriculture who are willing and able to help you get your data flowing to where it needs to go and also help you understand what that data is saying. So um, over the past uh, couple of months, I've been attending field days and I've also been at our PLMI and Sidewinder Ultra Armrest training events that we've had um and out of those events, it's really shown me that there's, there's still a very big gap in terms of where our farmers are operating at. So, you know, I'm sure you've had other people on the podcast that will talk about the early adopters. You know, you've got people that are in that portal. They have years worth of yield data, um, paddock data in their account, and they can see it and they understand it. But I've also met people who have never signed up for my PLM Connect. And when you say, let's let's do it, would you like to do it today? Here, here's an example. People very quickly can see the value in it, but it's having someone there on the journey with you, I think, that helps increase that adoption. These farmers that already have the existing hardware, they just sort of need to set it up and connect um, back home on their farm. Is that what you're saying? A little bit both, Jack. So our PLM intelligence machines, the machines are capturing that data, and as it's all set up, that is automatically syncing into their MyPLM Connect account throughout the day as they complete tasks. But the portal is, itself is actually free to use. You don't have to own a new Holland tractor to use it. You can sign up for an account today, and um, it's designed to be a colorblind system, if you will. So you can have data that you've captured on other machines or data that you've been capturing for the past 10 years 
And if you if you want to, you can slowly chip away at importing that data into the one place. I might have to do the exact same for our New Holland tractor. Um, full disclosure, we've got a couple of New Hollands, um, a little baby, and then probably the medium size one, 140 um, HP. But for events, it's pretty important, I'd imagine, for a machinery company for that exposure, but also for the educational piece. How much do you sort of see like teaching of the new technologies coming out within the tractors um, and explaining one-on-one with farmers and sort of repeating yourselves, but how important that is also? Oh, it's incredibly important, Jack, that roadshow experience just demonstrated how many more people we have to reach when it comes to this message. You know, there's, yeah, yeah. It'll be me, uh, you know, anyone with the New Holland tractor or even if you don't, um, by all means, I'm happy to go on that journey with you and help you out. So come find me at a field day. Beautiful. We'll get into where you're going next with a field day, but let's break down the technologies that you have. So it's PLM Connect. Yeah, so my PLM Connect is our portal where farmers are able to look at their um, machine data so you can actually see your engine hours, information on the performance of the tractor, how it's working, uh, your fuel usage. Uh, if you have a tractor fitted with AdBlue, you can see the AdBlue usage. Um, and you can even set up notifications. So it's quite, um, you know, I, sadly, some of our farmers, my dad included, uh, live in parts of the world where there's a bit of theft that happens on our farms. But you can actually, in the portal, set up um, an alert. So if you have a big diesel drain, you'll get a notification to let you know about that. Um, so you can have a bit of an idea sooner rather than turning on the key and going, oh, what's happened? Um, and that can be set up for all sorts of machine parameters. So there's that machine telematics data, but there's also your agronomic data, which I touched on earlier. So you can look at um, your yield maps, um, you know, fertilizer spraying application data as well. And what sort of outcomes are the farmers seeing from reading this data? Are they sort of dialing down on the detail, the agronomic side of it, but also ensuring that their machine's operating um, at 100% the whole time or getting the most usage efficiencies out of it? What's like the low-hanging fruits with it? Um, I would say certainly some of our farmers are starting to get that real benefit and value out of it. But as we touched on before, you know, we're barely scratching the surface when it comes to reaching people and helping them on this journey. Um, so, for example, say you're harvester has captured yield information last year you can look at that in the portal and you can identify okay my yield was particularly good in this part of the paddock and not so good over here and you can actually then uh, whether it's you uh, you can do it yourself in the portal or you might have an agronomist that you work alongside you can create a prescription map so you can say okay I want to apply more fertilizer here less fertiliser there to get the best outcome overall and lift the overall yield of that paddock next season. And I'd imagine the MyPLM um, is going to be used in conjunction with the Sidewinder Ultra Armrest? Yes, so uh, MyPLM Connect is the portal itself. So that's something you would access on your computer or on your smartphone. 
Uh, the Sidewinder Ultra Armrest is the name we give to the armrest that's in those trackers. So it's, um, and then the IntelliView 12 display is the display that sits above that armrest. Um, it, it's a really unique piece of gear. There's uh, a lot of customizable features and buttons. So depending on what you want to do on your farm, you have the ability to customize how you access those tasks and make those tasks happen more more efficiently. And for our different pieces of machinery, or is it sort of inclined to one piece? So yeah, that's in the T7HD, T8 and T9 at this stage. And for these, how are people like the, is it compacting everything, the information and the data as you're running the machine into that one display? Is that what's going on? Um, because I've seen a lot of photos with some tractors and they've got 10 screens going here, there and everywhere. Is it important for farmers to focus on the one? Um. I would say so those machines, uh, they come with that Intel V12 display as standard. Um, like anything, our displays and the technology has evolved over the years. So those displays have more processing power, for example, than the Intel V4, which is in some of our older machines. Um, so those machines are perfectly capable of processing the information you need and um, transferring it to the portal. But you know, some of our farmers, they might like the option of having a dual display fitted and that's something we can do for them as well. Absolutely. And also you had a simulator at events, didn't you? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, so that's exactly what we're talking about. That's effectively the Sidewinder Ultra Armrest in Teleview 12 and the seat. And uh, yeah, we it's uh, it's actually really quite heartening. A lot of the time at the field days, the people you most see in that seat are kids. And it's just so nice to see our next generation of farmers coming in and engaging with the technology and even just having that conversation from an early age about what tractor do you have on your farm and what would you like to do when you grow up. It's, um, it's a really nice aspect of field days. Yeah, I find it like the marketable products of having a little new Holland tractor sitting in front of the stand or something and the kid goes home and then grows up and they, they want the big blue in the end. Um, it's sort of a bit of a family line there as well. Absolutely. I think we all have our um, our colours or our teams growing up for sure. Certainly. And with harvest just around the corner, hopefully it's a bit of a bumper for you or your yields are um, what you wanted, if not more. Remotely <laughs> to tractors what's this and how does it work for farmers yeah so uh the remote display view feature is something that's available in those uh, plm intelligence machines and uh it's a tool that well, it's got a number of purposes so for example uh say you're the farmer in the tractor and you're having a little trouble getting something set up you can actually call your dealer and they can remote display view into the machine. Now, to be very clear, you're not capturing video, you're not capturing audio, you'll still be on the phone with your dealer, um, but they will see what you see on that display for that period of time. So they can then say, oh, yes, push that button up here, push over here to help talk you through what needs to be done. Um, but that tool can also be used uh, within a farming business. So uh, 
say you just have a new um, contractor on board and they're struggling to figure out how to use the machine, you can hop in your MyPLM Connect account and you can remote display view in and talk them through what needs to be done. Pretty good thing considering now like people are buying farms a few hours away from where they are or even states away from where they are. I'd imagine remote control is quite good as long as you've got the gist of it as the farmer um, and you're all on top of it, it would be good. Yeah, it's a really good feature. Uh, and yeah, just to be clear, it's you're viewing the display. You're not actually controlling the machine as such. Yeah. Uh, but no, you know, as our, as our farming businesses shift and evolve, the technology needs to evolve with it. And this is just another way, uh, well, even at a busy period, if your dealer can actually pop in the display and talk you through it rather than having to pop in the ute and drive out for a few hours. That's a better outcome for everyone. Absolutely, it is. Where where do you see the future of New Holland going? The internal team discussions, what do they sort of pump out? Um, what do you want to produce? What products? Um, we Like the autonomous sort of vehicle um, is a bit of a conversation as well, but how are we going to like a tractor's going to change much more. There's a fair bit whacked into them as it is. And um, we've got the really big ones down to the smaller ones doing the job as well. Where do you see this? What's that conversation looking like? Yeah. Um, it's almost crystal ball gazing a little bit. You know, the technology we have today, many of us possibly didn't even know about or dream of uh, a decade ago. Um, there is a lot of exciting technology coming through the pipeline with New Holland. Um, for example, last year, I had the pleasure of attending the CNH Industrial Tech Days event at, in Phoenix, Arizona. And while I was there, I got to see a demonstration of the Harvest Assist solution. So um, this is going to be such a valuable tool for the Australian farming market. So you're in the combine and you're driving and you can then push a button and it will call that tractor and chase a bin up and alongside you and you can unload on the go. You don't need a driver in that tractor cab. You no. can do it. No. So it's, you know, we all... We talk so much about labour shortages and what are we going to do. That right there is a tangible solution. So is that sort of um, whimsical thinking or is that in the next couple of years pipeline? Oh, yeah, no, definitely in the next couple of years pipeline, I'm uh, pleased to be able to say. So um, that unit will be validated in the Australian market for Australian conditions um, in the next couple of harvest season so that is something um talk to your dealer and uh hopefully you can find out as soon as it's here and available in country as a commercial option you're right that, that is exciting sort of product to see i was actually gonna say well if if the chaser bin person's asleep or awake or whatever you'd have to wake them up to get them going but even better you don't need someone in there um especially for harvest times like last year it's it seems to get harder and harder every year to find people to run these machines. Um, it is a costly factor of it as well. Um, so that'd be really cool. We'll have yeah. to see the delivery of these. That'd be good. Absolutely. Um, we'll have to get you on farm and we can do a From the Paddock podcast perhaps. That'd be excellent. So Melody, 
where can we find out some more information about New Holland's products coming out and the future events? What's the next event that you'll be attending? Um, the next event for me uh, will be our next PLMI Sidewinder Ultra training event in WA. Uh, that's in mid-September. And, um, yeah, attending a few combine events in WA at the same time while I'm over there. Holland also has a number of strategic partnerships where we're helping bring more technology to the to market faster. So one of those is the Stout Smart Cultivator, which is a really interesting piece of gear, uh, mainly for the horticultural industry. And so what it does is the cultivator has the cultivator has cameras fitted to the machine. And so those cameras, they're not actually identifying green on green or green on brown. They're looking at the plants and they can actually say, this is lettuce, this is a thistle. And then they can just target the thistle and the small little cultivation tines move and adapt to only eliminate weed, the weeds. It's, uh, it's really exciting. So we actually have, um, the first unit in Australia arrives in the Lockyer Valley in the next few weeks. So that'll be one to watch as well. Is that a bit of a, um, for the company to reduce chemicals and have that environmental impact as well? Is that the channel there? Is that why that was sort of drummed up? I'd say it's more just about realising there's a number of different needs across agriculture. So some people uh, for example my dad we have conventional cropping farms but we also have an organic cropping enterprise as well so there's aspects of the market that will definitely see value in a chemical free option whereas you know bigger broadacre farmers may still need to cover a lot more ground so they may still need to use a small amount of chemical but it's it's reducing how much we use is definitely a focus yeah, and I, I find horticulture pretty exciting to look at considering we're livestock cropping um, and looking into how, the way horticulture does everything. The machinery um, is vastly different to what we sort of operate um, within that. So when's that cultivator coming out? Uh, so the first unit has actually been bought by a grower in the Lockyer Valley. So that will be here um, in the next, month or so i believe it will also actually be on display at a gatton smart farm event coming up in november so so if you happen to be in southeast queensland um yeah hopefully we can provide more information on that event as well very cool well i have to get those event details off you and you can just find them in the show notes of wherever you're listening to the podcast and did you have any other technologies that you're utilizing bringing out with new holland uh, some of the other really innovative pieces I've seen in the pipeline is a partnership with Monarch Tractors where they have a follow me mode that we're starting to see tested on New Holland machines. So again, um, a smaller style of machine, but like you said earlier, you know, if you need to open the gate, you can actually hop out of the tractor, open the gate, and the tractor will follow you through the gate. It's God's gift. That'd be great. <laughs> doing it next. Thought I would have heard about these technologies, and with the chaser bin following you behind in the header to unload, I thought I would have heard about these before, but no, it's quite new. 
it's it's definitely innovative. Uh, some of them, the information is out there, but with anything, it's a matter of knowing where to look. Absolutely. Well, a very exciting 2023 and 2024 coming up for yourself, Melody, and the team at New Holland there with new few pieces. Um, and Harvest will be changing more and more as we go on. It certainly will. Um, very much hoping many of our farmers across Australia have a highly productive harvest. Thanks for tuning in for another episode of Farms Advice Podcast with me, Jack Creswell. And if you're looking for any updates to see what we're up to, to see what our guests are up to, make sure you follow our Instagram page. It's probably where we're most vocal. Uh, And make sure you subscribe to this podcast so that we can get to other farmers out there on the go looking to get some solid information to improve their outlook, but also to improve your daily routine and see grow this content, grow the guests that we get onto the podcast and grow the outcomes for Australian farmers. Until then, next Tuesday, keep on farming.